Cinnabuds receive support from Associated Bank and Eyes on the Lake, I Care and I Wear. Cinnabuds, Cinnabuds, two buddies, buddies talking about cinema. I'm Tori Zori from Radio Milwaukee. And I'm Christopher Pollard from Milwaukee Film. And you have found us. It's Cinnabuds. Cinnabuds. This week on Cinnabuds, what did we watch? We watched, for better or worse, we watched a movie called No Hard Feelings. And that's the one, uh, the big raunchy comedy that Miss Jennifer Lawrence did after her little hiatus away from movies for She came back and did this. I'm an Uber driver and I don't have a car. I'm going to lose my house. Look at this. Need a car? Date our son this summer and bring him out of his shell before college. In exchange, we'll give you a Buick Regal. We've just been so worried about our son. He's going to Princeton in the fall. Oh, I've heard of it. Yeah, we tried everything to bring him out of his shell. So when you say date him, do you mean date him or date him? Yes. Date him. Date him hard. All right. No hard feelings was... All right. Before we get into this movie, which neither one of us really liked, (laughs) I like looking at what the tagline, official tagline for the movie is. is Pretty awkward. Oh. I'm okay with awkward movies. Yeah. This was pretty... Is awkward and not a fun way no. for a movie? like you? <laughs> so, you know, we try to be real positive on this show, but this one just caught us off guard. I had actually really high hopes for this because Jennifer Lawrence isn't in a lot of comedies, but in like interviews and stuff, she's clearly got a really good sense of humor. She does. And I thought, oh, that'd be fun. I love a raunchy comedy. Those mm-hmm. are always fun and edgy. This just went nowhere for me. She answered. All right. So the basis of this movie is she's kind of having a rough time in life. I mean, the beginning scene, she's getting her car towed by her ex-boyfriend. Clearly not like living her best life right now. And she answers a Craigslist ad that was placed to hire a date for an introverted and socially awkward teen boy by his mom and dad so he could have uh, an experience in love before he goes to college. Yeah, bring him out of his shell. He's supposed to be 19 years old. I kept telling myself that. It didn't make me feel any better <laughs> about this movie. Yeah, there's a lot. I mean, I understand it's an edgier comedy, but there's a bunch about this that I'm like, am I, am I okay with this? I mostly, the answer is no. Yeah. And you had mentioned Jennifer Lawrence. Um, this is her, what did you say in the beginning? The first? She, yeah, she had taken a bit of a hiatus and that she wanted to take some time away from from movies. And she said she came back to this film because it was one of the funniest scripts she's ever read. Jennifer Lawrence, you took too much time away. I have a feeling that's not why she came back to this. <laughs> I feel like maybe either she had to for one reason or another. Mm-hmm. Because even on paper... I don't see this coming across as like one of the funniest movies you've ever read. No, we'll talk more about that in the full on podcast. Let's just let's just end this little segment yeah, right now. We're going to say some positive things, but probably not about this movie, but <laughs> about other things. Just in general. <laughs> Flowers are pretty. We'll talk about that. I love the sunshine yeah. and fall leaves. So stick around. We'll be right back. April showers bring May flowers, potholes, and flat tires. If you've been saving up for a rainy day, those days are here. If you're in need of a more reliable ride, donate your old one to Radio Milwaukee. Did you know? A single vehicle donation can be almost three times as valuable as a single cash donation. Think of it as a financial super bloom for this public radio station. 
Learn more by going to RadioMilwaukee.org slash cars. We're going to say some positive things, but probably not about this movie is what just killed me, dude. I love you so much. We rarely ever have watched a movie in our little over a year we've been doing this together where we both just felt like it was a waste of our time. (laughs) I mean, there's been a few where maybe one of us or maybe both of us weren't like Mm -hmm. thrilled with it, but we saw some good stuff. Yeah. This is, I mean, there's a couple of things I could point out that I liked about this, but it's... It was Slim Pickens. So what is this? I kept thinking, what is this movie about? Is it about helicopter parenting? Yeah. Which I kind of get. Also, Matthew Broderick playing the dad. Like, come a on, dude. It was a on, waste. Dude. Yeah. Um, helicopter parenting. Also, like a coming of age thing for this kid who just really has more value. Like, he doesn't need to have an intimate experience with a woman before he goes to college. But his parents want that for him. Yeah. I mean, the the idea is they think, I mean, they list when they, in, first of all, well, let me back up. <laughs> they address, she needs money. She right. sees a Craigslist ad, which is absurd. Right. Like parents want a woman to come essentially have sex with their son. Right. And make him feel good about himself. Mm-hmm. And it is treated like it's kind of normal. Like there was not enough import <laughs> <laughs> on how absurd this request was. It was accepted and moved on pretty quickly. I the one thing that I could understand in the beginning when Jennifer Lawrence was deciding whether or not to do this when she was talking to her friend, she said, "I've had sex with people for less oh, than yeah, right. Oh, cuz here's the kicker. Yeah. She has sex with him and she gets a car. Yeah, she'll get a car which she needs a car, yeah. coincidentally. It's I love it like in movies where they're like where am I going to get this $50,000? Oh, there's a contest and the prize is $50,000. Right. <laughs> what a coincidence. Yeah. So, yes, yeah, she, she has, she's she's fine with that aspect of it. It's, as you said, technically legal because mm-hmm. he's 19 and she's 32, but it is uncomfortable. Or at the end, does she say she's actually closer to 40? <laughs> yeah, well, I guess yeah. I'm. Yeah. So, she, no, I think she ends on 32. Okay. But. Still, it was just like, and he looks young too. Uh-huh. That also didn't help. Like usually yeah. in movies they cast <laughs> where it's like, this might ma- not make you totally uncomfortable. Um, I do like that it's flipped a bit. Like she, it's a woman doing it instead mm-hmm. of the man. Mm-hmm. And I, get, I, it's a nice change of pace. But it's also, it didn't, it turns out, does not make me more comfortable. No. And I'm okay being uncomfortable in movies. Yeah. I think this was meant to be super absurd and campy. And it just wasn't. There was enough, like, almost serious moments in here that just really took me out of the humor that was supposed to be here. I chuckled maybe a couple times, but mostly it just, I just was, like, shaking my head thinking, oh. (laughs) Yeah, it's the, that's the thing that would have saved the whole movie is if the the writing was stronger, if the jokes were better. Mm -hmm. Yeah, there's a few moments where I chuckled. Um but it was it wasn't much, and those were even sort of like, well, compared to everything else I've seen, that's kind of funny. Yeah, it was, it was just <laughs> comparing it to the old already bad movie. But the humor was just not strong enough. I love a raunchy comedy, like mm-hmm. I said, but the stuff that they do, you still have to have um, some skill when you make. You can't just write like I'm oh curse a lot or be naked. Right, that's not funny on its own. You still have to weave it in a little bit and, you know, use some skill. 
And I don't, I feel like none of it was like the raunch. There's the big scene, the big, you know, raunch scene that you, everyone would talk about if it was right. a good movie was that they're stuck in the water and they're naked. People try to steal her clothes and she doesn't care. She runs out naked and beats up these teenagers. Right. In theory, that's kind of funny. Like mm-hmm. she's a 30 year old woman beating up teenagers and she's naked. It, it didn't like it was boring. Yeah. It wasn't funny. I just kept thinking, maybe I'll just like enjoy looking at Jennifer Lawrence's beautiful naked body and enjoy the scene. But it just was the whole thing was awkward and weird. Yeah. And the the kids that stole their clothes, like I so they live in Montauk. And part of I think the whole vibe of this is like I was also is like this about gentrification because it was a big plot point that these people that have been born and raised in this community no longer can afford to live there because of all the rich people coming in the summer and buying a property. Like I kind of get that overarching thing, too. But that just wasn't enough to like grab onto all those three things never really melded together that naked fight scene made me uncomfortable and i should have enjoyed it or found humor in it i was mostly like why did you agree to do this jennifer lawrence and i'm not body shaming like be naked in a movie if it works but this just wasn't funny it was um, to me it was uh also weird because she talked about how she goes oh yeah i had no no problem doing a nude scene Mm -hmm. i thought it was really funny but when I watched it, and I don't know if you saw this, it seemed like there was some green screeny kind of things happening. Mm-hmm. I think she was, it was actually her. Right. But it seemed like she wasn't always in the place where so, they were, it just, there was some look to it where so it had a CGI vibe. So a lot of her being naked and trying to like fight these people was maybe just her in a room with a green screen? That's just a guess because it had that look. You know how you can kind of, sometimes you can kind of tell if it's uh-huh. not perfect. It had this vibe of, some of these scenes, I think you're not there. Well, we rented it and we had 48 hours to watch it. Now I can't go back and rewatch yeah. that part. But now I kind of want to. I know. I know. I'm curious. But um, I mean, in theory, I can see how that could have been funny. It just didn't turn out. And in in, when she first met this kid, too, right? She was using all her like, you know, sultry, sexy, dirty talk. Like, let's just... You know, like, I want you, but I, you know, but trying to be a little bit more subtle about it. But those scenes and those conversations went on for too long that it turned something that could have been funny. Right. And for her to realize, oh, this isn't going to work on this kid to like, now it just seems almost um, predatory. Yeah. Yeah. And that is not No, I had the same, I had the same feeling. Like, I get the idea like, oh, it's easy. It's a boy. I'll just tell him I want to have sex with him and he'll do it. Mm-hmm. And then when that wasn't working, she just kept doing it. Yeah. And she, it also kind of made you less sympathetic to her. Cause yes. it's like, all right, back off. The kid's 19. Right. <laughs> just uh, read the room a little bit. Read yeah. the room. I do feel mm-hmm. like that went on. You're right. That mm-hmm. went on too long to, to the point where it was like, okay, you're gross now. Yeah. <laughs> you're kind of gross. But I will say, here's a positive thing. I will say the kid, uh, the 19 year old that we're talking about, um, and I'm trying to get. Oh yeah, he's actually an actor. This didn't really happen yes, in that's real true. life, Not so I can calm down a little bit Not more a doc. here. Uh, his name's Andrew Barth Feldman. He played Percy. Uh, hasn't been in a ton, but until just recently. But he, I thought he was really good. Yeah, that name sounds like he's an actor with yeah. a capital A. <laughs> yeah, that's true. All right, so he was in Foul Play. Didn't watch that 2023 movie and High School Musical. The series in 2019, but I'm guessing that he was probably even, well, 
how math works. He was way younger in that. Yeah, yeah. How old was now? I just I kind of want to look. How old is this kid? I we looked it up because we were he he's like twenty one. Okay, so he's probably around the age that he plays. It still doesn't. Make he was me also feel in better. White Noise, uh, the Noah Baumbach movie. So that's probably his biggest accomplishment mm. so far, which is really cool. But. I think he was really good. He had a, his character was solid. Mm-hmm. He did a really good job. He felt sympathetic and he had some funny bits. Mm-hmm. Um, There's a couple of uh, appearances like there, I did find um, Kyle Mooney. Oh, from Saturday Night, from Night Saturday Live. Live comes yeah. in to play his old nanny. That he actually was actually was, really funny. That was a fun. You know what that reminded me of when Kyle Mooney came in? He had a couple very short lines, but it reminded me of in um, Cocaine Bear that we oh. also like. I also hated <laughs> yeah. when the two dudes who were chasing after the drugs came yeah. in and they had that fun relationship. Like, yes. they should have given more screen time to right, Kyle Mooney. Right. It's like there's little bits that could have worked, <laughs> but the whole movie as a whole. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would say there's a couple, you know, like I said, those two really stuck out. Jennifer Lawrence just was just, it, I don't even 100% blame her. It There wasn't, the script wasn't funny. No. I mean, it really boils down to it. Do we wasn't need to funny. dive into who wrote? Oh, um, yeah. John Phillips and Jean. So Jean's last name looks like the word stupid to me. Um, oh, how funny. It's Stupnitsky. What else was he? Oh, all right. So he produced a couple Years of the 66 episodes of The Office. Oh, okay. That's a pretty great thing to have on your resume. I didn't see Bad Teacher. Yeah, he's definitely got a theme in his career. He did Bad Teacher, mm-hmm. he did Good Boys, which I think we saw too. Good Boys is actually kind of funny, but um, and year one. Um, so he, Jury kinda, Duty. He produced, so is he was a producer of Smilf, which oh, I loved, okay. and Jury Duty, which I absolutely loved. Okay, um, we talked about that I think in a previous episode. Yes, we did. Um, but man, executive producers and writers. Yeah, those are very different jobs. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, he. I guess he did write Good Boys. I don't know. Maybe that's funnier because it's kids doing it. When kids are doing bad things, it's funnier. Kids doing bad things with other kids, yeah. not with a thirty-two-year-old. <laughs> no, not with other two. But yeah. I mean, this one just fell flat, but I had high hopes. I thought this could be like a nice twist on this kind of a comedy, but you know what? We live to fight another day. You know, you want a comedy like this that is raunchy and a little over the top? Watch the movie we talked about last week. I like like what you said before the show that this is the opposite of bottoms. This is, (laughs) but not tops. tops. Not tops. It's middle, mediocre middles. Yeah. This is one of those meh. Yep. So Jennifer Lawrence, get back out there, shake it off. Yeah, pick up that bow and arrow. Right. Do more of those. No, Wait. she's. I. I. I'm very. I like her. I'm a, like. I. She's really solid. I've, and I do want her to be in more comedies. I think she's got the chops for that. But this just wasn't. wasn't IMDb it. gave this a six point four out of ten. You know what? I, it's funny you said that because I was looking at um, on Letterboxd. What did they say? <laughs> Letterboxd. Uh, gave it like a 3.2 out of 5, yeah. which isn't good, but it's also not terrible. That's more and than I'm half. shocked it's not terrible. <laughs> oh, yeah, because it's out of 5. <laughs> yeah. What about Rotten Tomatoes? Oh, I haven't checked. So this was, I guess, the we don't even need to talk about this anymore. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. I was just going to say, I just noticed that the film's premise is based on a viral Craigslist ad from a few years ago oh. where this actually happened. 
but I don't care. I don't <laughs> care. And Matthew Broderick, it's what the heck? That dude. is kind of interesting, but at this point, we're just exhausted. Yeah, exhausted I'm, by the whole thing. Yeah, I don't know what. I mean, you get good actors end up in bad movies mm-hmm. a lot, so. This is just one of those, but yeah, Matthew, they didn't even use Matthew Broderick well. No. That character was really, like, had nothing to it. it was, yeah. I enjoyed looking at his gray hair. Yeah, he had a funny haircut. That also. Was like the best you could do. Guess how much this movie um, cost? <laughs> $17. I'm basing it on, on the vibe I got. Yeah, that's how much it seems like it cost. Yeah. 45, someone put up $45 million to make sure. this movie. Uh, gross so far in U.S. and Canada, fifty. So, a little, little bit more than broke even. Yeah, that's not. It's not great. Um, it's actually real bad. <laughs> I mean, I guess no one lost lost their shirt. No. Well, Jennifer oh, Lawrence yeah, yeah, did yeah, when yeah, those kids true. stole it. That's true. I was about to say pun. Oh. It's not really a pun. Oh, we we've been deflated by this movie. Let's talk about stuff we did like. What else have you been watching? Um, did I tell you about the night where uh, we wanted something easy to watch on the weekend and we watched The Flash? <laughs> did we talk about that? No, but I did the exact same thing. What? So I'm excited you brought it up. Okay, so The Flash. Did you also feel bad while watching it? I felt bad, but you know what? All right, so... I recognize that this was not a good movie yeah. from the beginning, and I really don't care for Ezra Miller. I, right. as Barry Allen, I would would have, and I know there was some controversy. Like I would have loved. I'm spacing out his name now. The kid that played Barry in the TV show The Flash. You know, there's a lot of him. fans that are pushing for that to happen because yeah, Ezra Miller has done some kind of terrible stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's why I was like, I'm not going to pay for this. Yeah. I'm curious. I'm, so I'll wait till it's free on something. Right. But yeah. it. I found it, so it's. I started off and not liking it, but then a third of the way into it, I started connecting with the humor and the absurdity of it where I actually enjoyed it more than um, Mr. Dory Zori, who was like groaning the whole time and not in a good way. <laughs> um, Michael Keaton. Was that, yeah. in it. So it's The Flash, but it also had um, Supergirl and um, Batman, Ben Affleck's Batman. But then it had a special appearance by Michael Keaton's Batman, which was delightful. Yeah, he it showed it like it showed him as an old dude, right? Because right, right, it yeah. was was a multiverse thing. Yeah, yeah, it was a different dimension. Or which I'm totally into, yeah. but I I enjoyed it enough, and it looked kind of cool too. Yeah. Um, uh, just not the best DC movie ever, but for what it was, when we watched it, I enjoyed it. What about you? I do feel like lowering when you have low expectations, which is I always am a huge proponent of low expectations. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does make it better because yeah. I didn't expect much and I didn't like it. Uh-huh. Uh, I would say solidly didn't like it. Yeah. However, I do like all the fun surprises, but it, it's not enough to enjoy a whole movie, but I loved Michael Keaton coming mm-hmm. back as Batman. Um, I liked all the appearances of like the different versions. Mm-hmm. And there's even more. There's like three different Batman in this. And there's a point at which you see this visual representation of all these possible timelines. And the my favorite Easter egg in there is they show a uh, Nicolas Cage Superman. Because Nicolas Cage at one point was possibly going to be Superman Mm -hmm. with long hair. There's like a famous photo out there of him in the suit. He's got long hair. And they put that in this movie, (laughs) CGI'd him into this movie as if like, so the fans get a little taste of what it could have been. 
Um, they, even Christopher Reeve, they had a nice throwback, mm-hmm. which part of me was like, that's a very sweet honoring him and having him in here as a like, little CGI version of him. But unfortunately, it's in one of the worst <laughs> of their of DC's movies yeah. to have him honored. However, yeah, I liked all the little surprises. You know, the effects are fun. The storyline was okay. Um, but overall, mm-hmm. yeah, I was really disappointed. But yeah, I did. I was like, I'm just going to watch this on the on the down low. Yeah. And now we're, we had just revealed announcing it to everybody to the thousands of podcast (laughs) subscribers. Millions. Um, I do have a question for our podcast subscribers. I would love to know where you fall in. If you did watch the flash, are you a super DC fan where this fit in or a casual DC fan like us? And maybe you enjoyed it. Yeah. I'd like to know. Yeah, we'll find out. We'll post this on Instagram and see what you think about this one. All right. So is that what you, um, do we just like nail what we're watching? That was good. I was going to say one thing is I have, yeah. haven't watched a ton, but I did read something. I'm going to do a book this time. Ooh, it's been a while. Yeah, I'm going to go rogue. And um, Did you just renew your library card. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Finally, I have access to books again. Um, I read a book I really I'm reading a book, I should say, that I'm really liking called Dear Man. And it's about this French guy who has a real connection to nature to an extreme degree. And he decides to go live in the woods for seven years uh, and kind of commune with nature. He becomes friends with a pack of deer, which is immediately turned into now my life goal because I love deer. I just think they're lovely. Oh, I love that for you. They're like just every animal I see is just a version of a dog or a cat. So Mm -hmm. it's just like a big dog. Um, But he goes and lives in the woods and it's just interesting for a human to go abandon this and the way he has to eat and his sleep schedule and how how he behaves with animals versus the human world after that. It's really interesting. And pairing that with, like, last year I read the original Bambi that the film is based on. Mm-hmm. And it's so interesting how kind of similar they are. I mean, obviously, Bambi has animals that can talk. Mm-hmm. But it, every, I was very surprised how serious the, uh, the book Bambi is. And in somber and sad. Mm-hmm. The real Bambi is sad for a very definite reason. Like, Bambi's mom gets killed. And there's, like, a, that's obvious. But it's... <laughs> the book Bambi has a real somber tone of like, this is how we have to live. There's fear and there's survival. And Whoa. there's, I have to go live alone because it jeopardizes that, you know. Wow. So it's really interesting seeing how it kind of mirrors this book, which is a reality rather than a fantasy. So I was really, really, it's a really good book so far called Dear Man. So if you had to cast the book Dear Man into a film, who would oh, play yeah. that titular character? Oh, that's that's so hard. Is it? Yeah, I mean, I feel like, and I don't think he says this, but I feel like it's a very little scrawny guy. Mm-hmm. Um, oh man, I'm gonna have to Ezra Miller. Yeah, just honestly, kidding. because we, <laughs> I mean, just because we're, we're just Ezra talking Miller. about him, and he is kind of erratic. Part of me was like, oh, that actually would fit, but I'm not gonna say it. <laughs> I don't want to give that dude any more money either. I know. Um, but yeah, I right. highly recommend it. Well, that sounds wonderful. Yeah. Let's watch movies and read books. Yeah, make time for that, too. Mm-hmm. Lots of fun stuff to do. Thanks, everyone, for listening. We want to thank some folks. Thanks to Kim Shine, our producer. Yes, thank you, Kim. And thank you to Newski, who does our 
our uh, wonderful theme song. Cinnabuds. That's the one. Thank you to uh, not one, but two generous Ooh. sponsors of Cinnabuds, Associated Bank and Eyes on the Lake. I care and I wear. But truly, we wouldn't be sitting here chit-chatting on a weekly basis if it wasn't for our members that make all the work yeah. we do at our nonprofits possible. So thanks to both members of Milwaukee Film and Radio Milwaukee. We'll see you next time. See you soon. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.